Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, you'll be familiar with the Great British Institution, The Last Night of the Proms, which usually ends with a stirring rendition of Rural Britannia. And that happened again at the weekend, except on this occasion, the Royal Albert Hall was suddenly swathed in EU flags. This, obviously, was not planned by the BBC, but a protest from a group called Thank You, as in EU, for the music. Charlie, who'd rather not reveal his surname, is a volunteer with the group. Good afternoon, Charlie. Hi, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. Now, I, obviously, uh, one could have predicted this, that uh, there would have been lots of uh, fulminating and, and, and given out from uh, from the Daily Telegraph and the Daily Mail and all that kind of stuff, who would assume a load of Remainers had infiltrated uh, the Royal Albert Hall. Was that your intention? No, not really. I mean, th- this is something that's been happening since 2016, um, and it actually started with kind of lifetime promers who attend the proms every year uh, and in the wake of the referendum wanted to offer out EU flags for people to wave alongside all of the the other union jacks and other flags of the nations around the world. So um, it's it's kind of grown from that and we've we've been back each year. Um, And this year in particular, we wanted to highlight the fact that, you know, after Brexit, it's very difficult for musicians to tour across the continent. Mm. There's lots of lots of problems with additional costs and work visas and permits required for instruments and and other equipment. Um, So we just really wanted to highlight that, uh, really. But yes, there's been a lot of anger uh, from from certain parts of of the British media, certainly about about our antics and some people calling for investigations to the BBC and things like this. But that no, that wasn't our intent at all. Uh, Now, the the, uh, in terms of uh, as I understand it, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. uh, When you're if you're part of the audience, um, you can bring in a flag. You're permitted to do so. Exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a free country, thank, thankfully, um, and you can you can take in whatever flag. I think there are some rules from the hall about how big the flags can be, but I think that's more to do with blocking the view of everybody behind you. Mm. Um, so yeah, we we had a, a network of volunteers um, who were giving out these flags outside of the hall to concert goers, and people were very very happy to take them. Um, I think we gave out over four thousand flags. On on Saturday, it was the it was the warmest day of the year here, and we were also giving out um, these berets, which are blue with gold stars on the top. Uh, that was a slightly harder thing to uh, to give out because most people said it's far too hot to wear that. <laughs> but you <laughs> yes. know, when, when when we when we explained to them about the freedom of movement of musicians and and the loss of that and why we were out there campaigning, most people then took the hat and and wore it proudly uh, to to support the cause and to show. You know, they they also want our government to be a bit more pragmatic about the post Brexit deal that we we have now. Yeah. Um. And and, and tr- to try and help these musicians. Uh, you could see though how it would be. Ju- it could be just 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 if you look at the visual uh, um, symbolism of it, it just looks like a load of remainers. Like it's it, you know the pictures don't say this is about you know um, the right you know the ability of UK musicians to travel and tour around Europe. It just looks like a load of remainers. Yes. Yes, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand that. But, I mean, everybody who took a flag in did so willingly. It's not like we glued them into their hands. <laughs> um, nice. You know, I, you know, there, there is a, a lot of people still feel European at heart. The, mm. the, the Brexit vote was an, a, a narrow one. There are still lots of calls, uh, you know, for, for closer collaboration with our, our friends and partners across the channel. And, you know, we want to keep that message alive. 
uh, and you know the last night of the proms it, it could be seen as very nationalistic and very jingoistic and songs like rule britannia and jerusalem and things like this um and we think that you know flying an eu flag alongside all the other flags takes that kind of that bent off it a little bit which isn't a bad thing in my opinion but yeah. i can see why other other people uh are up in arms about it but that's you know that's not our intent our intent isn't to to anger people it's just to to remind people about uh you know our shared european values it's it's you know every year we have european composers and music by european um musicians and orchestras what was notable this year well, there were far fewer uh european orchestras actually performing at the proms because oh. of the difficulties that they have in in getting their equipment over and uh, and things like this. Um, ah. so, you know, we still had we still had a few. I, I went to twenty proms this year and uh, saw some some fantastic concerts. Um, it's just it's just a shame, you know, mm. that, that there are these barriers in place now. Oh, so the barriers are are, are both ways. Of course, they would be. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like, but, but if if you're travelling from the UK into Europe, it's not it, it, as I understand it. It's it's not a case of just you fill out a form to enter Europe. Mm. It's each individual country you need to. Get a visa for exactly. Exactly. So, so it's much harder for UK musicians because if you want to tour Europe and you want to say, you know, do one night in France and one night in Germany and one night in the Netherlands, then um, you need a separate. You need separate forms. You need work permits. You need, you know, carnates for your uh, for your instruments and mm. all that. And, it, and it's much much harder. Obviously, uh, coming back the other way, it's just it's just the the one set of paperwork. But during the Brexit negotiations, the, the the freedom of movement for cultural exchange that was on the table. But I believe it was our government under Boris Johnson who, uh, who you know who said no to all of this because they didn't want to reciprocate. And and so we've ended up in the position we're in now, where it's just very difficult. And you know, as as a campaign group, we're supported by the musicians' union here and other uh, independent um, groups that represent professional musicians. Um, and they also, you know, supported what we were trying to do and achieve. Um, but obviously, the likes of the Express and the Mail here will just have a headline saying Ramona's, you know, waving their flags, spoiling the last night of the proms. I mean, you know, they can publish what they want. It doesn't mean it's true. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 why would Boris Johnson, though, not want that? Because it's cultural exchange. It doesn't really affect the economies of either the EU or Britain. It, it's 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 an odd thing to be opposed it, to. It, it, it's, it's, it's a very good question. I mean, I, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't in yes, those negotiations. Course. I wasn't in the room. If I had been, I'd be saying, you know, stop being idiots and banging heads together. Um, we just needed a bit more pragmatism. I think there's the, the issue is there's a lot of ideological positions that were taken. Uh, you know, they were playing politics and and ultimately, you know, both the EU and the UK have been harmed um, through through this botched deal that was forced through. And mm. there are so many problems. And like, you know, we're trying to highlight this one one aspect, but there are other aspects in all sorts of walks of life. We We've just come back into the horizon arrangements for research and funding in science in science now that's great but we shouldn't have left it in the first place and it just seems like we're going to spend the next two decades fixing all of these little problems one by one um so you know so be it but it, it, it seems an incredible waste of time for everybody involved unfortunately yeah. uh, do you see any signs charlie that that perhaps uh, um, your government might, re- might revisit uh, the, the current arrangements in terms of musicians I mean, I don't know. You know, they have said 
publicly that there are individual agreements with individual countries, but they're very small, uh, you know, and, and, and like I said, what happens if you want to do a tour of lots of different countries across the EU, it doesn't really work. Uh, the problem is, if it's not in our papers and if it's not something that people are talking about, our government tend to ignore it. You know, they, they're, they're very reactionary to, to the latest news and uh, they only seem to do something when when it's in the news, if you see what I mean. It's it's yeah. almost, uh, you know, it's very populist, unfortunately. Um so uh, yes, I can't. I can't see any signs right at this minute, but you know that doesn't stop us to keep trying. Charlie, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, that was uh, Charlie. There obviously doesn't want to give his uh, a surname, but uh, uh, because he is a working musician, uh, thank you for the music. Is uh, the name of his group. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.